1: Awesome, man, show we got something new for you here. It's the Queens Basketball Coaching Show with my man G Grant Leonard out of son doing big things out there in Charlotte. You see his Queens gear looking nice over there. Good to see you, G. What's up, brother?
2: <laughs> Great. Hey, day before college basketball tip off, always a good day,
1: man. What you said, G. Man, I also want to tell the listeners, man, uh, you're a good friend of mine, so I wanted to make sure I help you out, man. You just platform help people know about what you're growing over there at Queens and how you. Going from D2 to D1 now, the A-son, competing like heck right now. I want He know about you and your story and your team, man. That's why I want to do a show with you, man, so people know about how the, about a cool guy who I know off the air, too. <laughs> I appreciate that. I appreciate that. No doubt, man. Well, let me ask you, G, uh, what your team going through the screen with this right now uh, before this thing kicks off tomorrow, how happy were you seeing with, with your guys playing against other competition, against another color, See what they did for for you for you and your staff out there, man. I
2: mean, I, I honestly if I could grade the uh preseason, I'd give it an A. And uh the two scrimmages we had, uh we were very successful in both. And you know, those are those are secret scrimmages, uh, in quotation marks, but but the biggest thing is you're trying to to find out some things about your new guys and and and, and kind of the whatever tweaks you made as a team. And I was super pleased with with ho- how we competed. And more, more importantly, like how we implemented the new style of play, like our pace a little bit faster, and and I thought I was really happy with how our guys did.
1: One hundred percent. And do you feel like it's really started this summer? Because I know you, I saw on Instagram how all the hard work you were doing, posting you all are doing. So and also, so talk about that work that you really put in it back in the summer and seeing it come to fruition now in the fall here. I just our uh, secrets play, playing well now. As you prepare to go play Marshall tomorrow,
2: yeah. I mean, I, I always say, you know, right after the season ends, you got about six, seven months before your next game. Okay, and and our goal for those six or seven months is to get our players better, <laughs> and and, and the, the development is the biggest key. And I've seen a few guys on our team that that came back. You know, you know Chris Ashby and BJ McLaurin, They've taken huge jumps in their game. Uh, Caleb Matthews as well. And so those those are the things that made me the most happy is to see those guys in those seven months put in a very precise, dedicated work, add add tools to their tool belt, right? Tricks to their bag, however you want to call it. But their games have definitely evolved, and I'm really excited to see them put in put the in work here this, this season.
1: No doubt. And also, G, like, talk about, talk about the, up the bodies, too. I've seen your guys work, getting, getting out there in, in, in the gym and the weight room. Talk about that part of it too, man, getting their bodies right because they have to be very healthy to last for five months from now on to March. So talk about that piece of it as well. Send them their bodies transform and get stronger and faster, as well as get more IQ and more things in their back on the court.
2: Yeah, I mean, that's huge. Like I always say, like the 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 layer of muscle you add each offseason when, when you're still developing as a college kid. So BJ McLaurin, he he added 10, 15 pounds of muscle. Well, that's like an extra layer of of armor to protect him. Uh, same thing with Chris Ashby; he he put on about eight ten pounds of muscle, but his bench press and and his squats, like all his major lifts, went up like thirty to forty percent. And that that strength is going to do a huge deal for both those guys. And it's really going to help them perform, but also stay healthy with that li- extra layer of protection and strength.
1: No doubt, man, and and, and also with that as well, G having the, the way you play to play faster uh getting the guys who are not in rotation right now keeping them blocked because when you, when you play fast you're you gonna have to have guys to play unfortunate stuff happens So talk about keeping those guys who are not in rotation right now we go no, no, november the 6th but keep, keeping them prepared and ready to go so hey be ready i'm gonna need you support this year
2: yeah i mean it's the next man up philosophy there's going to be guys that go down and you know, it could be a little knickknack. My guy might be out a day or two, or it could be a guy you lose for the season like we did last year. So guys got to be ready to, to to step up and perform. They got to prepare and practice. And, you know, I, there's different ways and philosophies to, to do practice. Are you going to play your best guys on your second unit or are you going to have a scout team? And and the way Queens does it is we we often play our best players against our best players so that they continually do improve throughout the season so they're ready when they're when their number is
1: called. No doubt, because I feel like competition breeds people getting better. If you know that your minutes aren't automatically canceled in, and you have to compete every day in practice, and we get in the games and be having your assignments on point, have that discipline with the game plan, know what you're doing, do the right things on off the court. I feel that breeds are a great culture, a great environment for you to compete and win at a high level.
2: Absolutely. Competition absolutely breeds improvement and 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 you know competitive environment so that you're ready when it does get ramped up. And we're we're a huge believer in that. We compete every day and and we'll even compete in, in game day shoot around. Uh we'll have a few live possessions where we go at each other and our guys know what it is. You you got to be ready.
1: No doubt because I'll tell these you, you just to be off the air privately until you end on the air. Like, last year, your guys competed every freaking game. I watched it myself. <laughs> it it, it comes off how you could be, like, crazy, you know. So, I feel like even last year with all the injuries you all had, being on the man, the, the way your guys played could be and played hard, it's like, it was great to see, man. And I know that's what you're about. And seeing your guys attack the offseason the way they did, man, people should realize you're doing a heck of a job there last year, injuries at all. It won a game that your team is tapped out of quitting, which is something to be commended for and your staff and your players.
2: Yeah. I mean, it's just, it's part of the culture that was built here for years. You know, it doesn't matter what we're doing. We're going to compete. You're trying to win that next drill. And we always ask our guys, what is the most important play of the game? It's the next play. What is the most important practice of the year? It's the next practice. And what is the most important game of the year? It's the next game. And so our guys understand they're going to attack it like that every day. And, it's a next play, next game, you know, philosophy.
1: And, G, I, I saw you at the A-Sun tip-off up there at, at Clarksville, F&M Bank Arena up there, man. What about how fun it was to go, go up there, that new arena, uh, have you go up there and represent Queens and kind of get to be around your colleagues in the A-Sun now as, as you all get to get ready to this the new year up there, man?
2: Yeah, it was great. I mean, Austin Peay did a great job of hosting it. They got a beautiful new facility. Uh so interesting to see how they how they do there with a new coach and a new staff and and a few new players. They basically brought a good portion of the team from Northwestern State in the Southern Conference and we'll see how they do in the son. and and really looking forward to the overall year but it was awesome to to have our a few of our players there. I even brought a freshman with me because I thought he earned it. He's really worked and earned it. Bryce Cash done an unbelievable job. And so so for me, it's a reward to those players for for putting in the work and embodying our culture. And the, and then the funniest part was had a guy, you know, during the interview asked me, Hey, does does AJ McKee have the green light? I started laughing. I said, I think everyone's got the green light. You know, you play here. If you got a good shot, you take it. That's what that's how we do it.
1: No doubt. And that's, and that's, that's the fun. Cause you know how some coaches are, man, you know, you can't shoot the ball. And this makes you get a black cloud on you. Like, man, I'm open. I can't shoot the ball. <laughs> so yes, having the green lights, is very fun, man. Everybody played that that style, man. And AJ was preseason, a uh, all a son, which I think he should be. And let's talk about him G and how you've seen him just improve and get better and lead his teammates and be the ultimate guy you want to represent Queens basketball.
2: Man, this is his fifth year here, and he's still got another year left after this year. It's amazing uh, how that works. But but to watch his improvement over the years, last year he took a huge jump, and I, I I don't it was actually bigger than I expected. But he put in the work, and he put in a lot of work this year. So I expect him to take another jump. Uh, he's really worked on his body, his conditioning, improving his skills. But the biggest thing he is is he's a, he's a really big time leader, and he leads. Different than last year, Kenny Dye was a lead by example guy. AJ is a very boisterous, you know, you know, big time vocal leader and he holds our guys accountable every day. And I'm, I'm super happy with where he's gone. And I tell him every day, like with that voice though, you got to stay positive when things start going bad, which they happen in every game happens in a season. You can't get super negative. you got to bring those guys out positively. And I think he's done an unbelievable job trying, trying to work on that and, I'm really happy to see what kind of year he puts out this year.
1: And, and that's some gee, is just so important, man. Like, how you lead and how you go about leading is so important. Because I know for me, being a son of a coach, I kind of understood it from day one. But how you go from being just lead by example, guys, more use, use, using your voice or do it by your play or do it by how you go watch film or how you work out. So seeing a young man develop those leadership qualities and how they mature and evolve over their time in the program, man, it's an, it, for me as a media guy that played myself. It's important for me to see it. I know if you're a coach, man, it makes you happy to see how guys look up in the leadership as well. Some you know, you and I both know player led teams are the best teams.
2: Yeah, 100%. And we're a player first program. So AJ has been here five years. And last year he was a leader, but he wasn't the leader. But he, everyone knows in our program the longer you stay, the bigger a voice you get, the more ownership you have in the program. I give AJ a lot of ownership. In- what we do in practice, how we travel, where we eat, uh, because AJ has been here long enough that he deserves that voice uh, and and to have his voice heard, and and that's part of part of how we work as a, as a program. Guys that stay here, they really earn more and more, and it's it's a huge part of what we do.
1: No doubt, and I feel like guys should uh, really want to come play for y'all. Told many of the players in Atlanta to check you all out. I'll I'm telling you, I'm telling you, I'm telling you, what I'm doing probably for you, brother. I'm you guys, you know, check out Queens, but my man's doing a heck of a job there. He'll take good care of you, especially if he knows you fool with me. <laughs> I, I be <laughs> Yes, indeed. And gee, let me ask this, man, uh, well, talk talk about Sean and what he's brought for us, being more driven with data, man. Because I know in the NBA where I met, you know, analytics is a big part of what, what we do now. Four shots profiles course, how guys rate defensively, offensively. So about him bringing that to you guys, well, how how are you applying his analytics approach to what you all do every day?
2: Yeah, I mean it's a huge deal, and and he was a math major, you know, in, in at Virginia Tech, which probably means he's way smarter than any of us. Yes. Uh, but uh, the the way he looks at the game is very similar to me. Like I I I have a feel for it, and we're watching it. But how do the numbers back it up, and how do we improve our our team? by just having a a small tweak here, a small tweak there, that, that the numbers show us we need to do. And so we teach our guys daily. Okay. This is what the numbers look like. And, and the two numbers we're really, really preaching this year with our team are points per possession and turnover rate. And, you know, Sean does an unbelievable job of of building these models and and trying to get us a system that puts us in the best chance to win every game we play, and and that's what it is. Now, you still got to get guys that make shots, and there's still some feel to it, but but having a guy who is analytically based that that understands you know what that means, and the NBA is way more forward with analytics than college, and I, I hope that college catches up with that. But I think that the really good college coaches do because you got to build a system. You know, where offense and your defense are married together, they work together analytically. And then you gotta you gotta teach your players what that looks like. And so uh, and, and players just don't know when they come in like in high school, they're not taught those things. They're not taught what a point where possession is, and and they're not taught, you know, hey, this is what how many possessions there are in a game, and this is the goal of how many shots we're gonna try and get in certain areas, and that you know, as they learn that, they start to understand. Oh, this is why we're doing things, and and their buy-in is better,
1: no doubt. G, and I'm sitting with with Cospar Skyhawks as well. Like you said, they don't really understand analytics until you actually sit down in the room with them and break it down. Same with the big team with the Hawks. Our rookies, the second-year guys, they're not understanding like defensive rating, offensive rating, you know, shot profiles, or how many we take here. It's amazing Now I've been around it for the last eight years. I, I, of course, I understand it, but but they're seeing those rookies come in, second-year guys come in. We have no clue, man. It's amazing watching that I, I ball go wild. Like, oh, my God, I never understood all this. But it's, it but it all makes sense when you apply to fill the game and the numbers and apply it to your schemes and actions. It does make make, make a difference.
2: Yeah, and that's – you know, it, it can't be all numbers based. You know what I mean? You, you you do still have to be able to put a team that functionally works together on the floor. It can't just be – it's not fantasy basketball. But, but there is a, a part of it that you can – Make decisions because you understand what this does for your team, and and I think it's an important part of basketball. And I'm excited that we have a team and a staff that is that is bought into to seeing where it's going to take us.
1: And what's cool is G for us when we put Sanji on and then marry it to the analytics. It's funny how see we see how it didn't. Most guys buy into that. I'm going to keep it. I'm going to say most guys buy into it, but what you show them is the film and the synergy versus the. What we say, it's fun to watch. Like you said, he's got to have some guys who can play too. Talent still is part of it as well, but it's a good addition to basketball. It's going to be very, very much more fun. And If me being a radio dude having to talk about it, I can give listeners a little bit more in depth because what I don't have a little bit of a
2: Yeah, exactly. And, you know, any good player, this, they're going to have a spirit of they want to get better, right? They want to get better on the court, but they also want to study the game better. Uh, and so all of it works together, film study skill development, along with studying your analytics and understanding what what each shot is worth. And I just think it's a really important part to have a balance of all of it. And Sean McClurg is a huge part of our staff because of it.
1: And G, uh, last one for you, man. I know you got to head, head to West Virginia Huntington uh, tomorrow to play Dan D'Antoni and those guys, a former NBA guy, Dan D'Antoni. Talk about uh, sitting on film for Marshall and going up there and play those guys up there and, uh, and see what they got to offer for you tomorrow night, man.
2: Hey, you talk about an analytically driven team and, and Dan being a former NBA guy, like he he's driven by the analytics. They don't post up. They spread the floor. They do a lot of ball screens. They try and shoot a ton of threes. Now, interesting, differently than the NBA though, they press and they trap. So uh, they do, they do try and cause to get their turnovers up and get some easy baskets. But what it does do is extends them a little bit. So can we take advantage of their pressure? that's probably going to be the, the the telling factor in the game. And uh, they're a really good team and, and they're going to be out for blood because we upset them last year at our place. Uh, and I appreciate that they came to Queens to open up our, our division one, you know, history. Uh, so now we got to go there and, and probably play a pissed off Marshall team and coach Tony does an unbelievable job.
1: Well, G, we hope you get there win tomorrow night. We talk we talk next Tuesday, man. I'll be very happy, talk happy chatting. We, we recap that game, man. But you're looking good I always, brother. I'll be i cheering for you, man. You know how it is with us, man. It's all love, brother.
2: JR, you're the best, man. Appreciate you.
1: All right, brother. I'll see you soon, man.
0: BS3 Network. Changing the way you watch TV. Yes, BS3 Network changing the way you watch TV covering content and hot topics from A to Z, sports, music, society and culture, movie reviews, you name it, we have it. Check it out on bs3network.com or check us out on Roku, BS3 TV on Roku, as well as check out your favorite podcast on all podcast platforms or spreaker.com backslash BS3 Network. You are now tuned to BS3 Network.
1: What's up, good people? BetOnline is your number one source for all your betting needs. The latest odds, lines, and matchup reports for baseball, boxing, golf, and more. BetOnline continues to be the fastest and easiest way to place your wages, including live betting and your favorite casino and card games, available to play right from your phone. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and get in on the action. Remember to use your promo code BLEAV for your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online when the game starts. What's up, family? Jared the Boss Man here. You're tuned into the Boss Man Show on AM 1010, AM 1430, 105.5 The King. Check The King out at 105theking.com and The Boss Man Show at Bossmanshow.com. Hit me up on Instagram, The Boss Man Show, Twitter at Boss Man Show, and Facebook, Boss Man Show. It's The Boss Man on your radio. Listen to The Boss Man Show with your host, JR. Saturdays at 9 a.m. right here on AM1010, The King.